Tonight we are, we are talking about relationship that should exist between servant and master. Servant and master. I've looked into several um, photographs of um, servants being abused physically especially and I know that servants are usually abused verbally and in some cases also we see that we deny servants their rights But we want to go to a sort of background of, um, you know, who a servant is. A bond servant, for that matter. A bond servant. Um, there are two Greek words for servant. Dolos and um, diakonos. The dolos is a type of um, um, the house help or someone that actually is an employee. Darkness is actually relating to religious setting. And uh, we see that um, it is there we get the word Dickens from. A bond servant from uh, the scriptures, we see that um, they can be called a servant or slaver. Slaver. One who is subservient to the master. One who entirely makes himself available or sets himself up um, to be at the disposal of um, his master. A slave or servant could refer to someone who voluntarily serves others. Usually it refers to one who has held a permanent position of servitude. And we see that um, in the Roman law, during the time of Jesus, we see that a servant is owned by his master. It's like a property owned by the master. The master can actually, I mean, has the right to do whatever he wants, including beheading him, and nothing will happen. But we see also in the scriptures where the word servant is used to actually put you in a special position before God. For instance, in the book of um, Genesis 26, verse 24, God called Abraham his servant. And we also see that uh, in uh, two places at least, well, uh, more than two places really, uh, 
Numbers 12, verse 7, and Joshua 1, 1, Moses was called the servant of God. I can go on and on, and I want to actually mention something about Jesus Christ as to being called the servant of the Most High God, uh, the righteous servant of the Most High God in the book of Isaiah 53, verse 11. And um, so we see here that in all these instances, the term servant carries the idea of humble nobility. Being God's servant is an honorable position. Are you a servant of God? Am I a servant of God? Now, don't be afraid to actually say that uh, we are joining, you know, some other religions in uh, relegating our position as children of God by calling ourselves servants of God. No. By the grace of God, every messenger of God is a servant of God. And so we see here that um, in the New Testament, in the New Testament, we find uh, people like Paul, you know, referring to to himself as a servant of the Most High God. The same thing actually happened uh, to Moses, uh, to Timothy. Roman, in Romans 1 1, Paul said, said so. And in first, I mean, uh, in Philipp, uh, Philipp, Philippians 1 1, Paul called himself and Timothy servants of the Most High God, born servants of Jesus Christ. James chapter 1 verse 1, James did the same thing. Second Peter 1 1. Peter did the same thing. In Jude, verse 1, Jude called himself, you know, a servant of the Most High God. We see that believers today should see themselves as bond servant of Christ. And uh, we have the record in um, in many passages like 1 Corinthians 7, 20, 22, Ephesians 6, 6, 2 Timothy 2, 24. Because we know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and our allegiance is due to him only. We have renounced other masters and therefore we must give ourselves totally to him as our Lord. Now, in the teaching of today, which actually we know that uh, we are talking about uh, helpers in the house and so on, I would like for us to turn our Bibles to several passages. Uh, the first one is Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 read from verse 5, 5 to 9, Ephesians 6, 5 to 9. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, 
doing the will of God from the heart. With good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a servant, he is a slave or free. And you, masters, do the same things to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. I would like for us to quickly also read from um, another writer because I have um, about four other passages where Paul expressed this. But let's turn to First Peter. First Peter chapter 2, verses 18 to 21. First Peter 2. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to do good, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. For this is commendable if because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if when you have bitten for your faults, you take no, you, uh, you take it patiently, but when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you are called, because Christ also suffered for you, for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Who commended, committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. Thank you. Um, that's to 21. I think we read 22 there. Now, the passages that we've read, I believe, have shown us the roles or responsibilities of a servant. Now, let me ask, let me ask, how many of us are servants here? I am. <laughs> If you are an employee, you are a servant. <laughs> if you are an employee, you are a servant. You are a servant to your employer. And uh, I know that domestic stewards or servants may be different from the one that we did because, uh, guess what? We also begged to apply. Huh? Abby, I begged to apply. I don't know, uh, uh, you know, why they, they, they actually put it that way. Maybe for you, for you to be reminded that, look, huh? you begged to apply. <laughs> huh? Even those of us who are called into the ministry may not have written a letter of saying that we begged to apply, but we had a sort of um, interaction huh? 
wanting to state that hey, we'll be loyal, we'll be this, we'll be that, and so on and so forth. And then uh, when the call was given to us, we embraced it. Huh? And hey, we are. We're servants. We're servants. Now, there are two key things that um, the masters, you know, must do, especially as we have it in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 9. Ephesians 6, 9, please. And you, masters, do the same things to them. What are the same things? Respect them. Respect your employees. Respect them. They are human beings, for goodness sake. They are human beings. Respect them. And then he says that uh, giving up threatenings. Ah, goodness, I've seen this a lot, and I, I say to myself, what is wrong with us? We, we see ourselves as gods. Ah, because somebody is under us does not mean that he's less a human being. Because somebody is actually being paid uh, by us does not mean that we own the person. By the way, the difference between a slave and a servant is actually uh, the aspect of payment. The aspect of payment. A slave is owned by the master. Abi? Uh, Am I right? And the slave will work until the master says, enough. But a servant, in most cases, has come to an agreement with the master. You are working eight to five. I know that I, I used to hear nine to five. But um, <laughs> it's eight to five, Abby. Huh? And then five o'clock, what happens? When the servant or the employee folds his bag or and, uh, moves out to say bye-bye, if the master is going to use him, huh, it will be a wrongful usage if payment is not done, unless it has been agreed. Because there are some senior workers that don't have overtime. They are, paid, they are not paid overtime. But some, a lot of junior workers are paid over time. The thing that is actually there is that we need not use fear to motivate anybody. It is wrong. If there is anyone here this evening who is actually with the idea or who is indulged in uh, using fear, creating fear in someone, as if to say that uh, uh, there's nothing I can do good for my master, and so on and so forth. Please, let's, let, let, us, let us desist from it. Let us desist from it. It is wrong. That man or that woman that is working for you in your house, if you have some iota of trust in that person, that person will be so creative. All we need to do is, please tidy up this place. I know that you know you need to tidy up this place. And uh, leave it. Let 
that house help, do it. And you'll see that because you have not in any way threatened to say that if you don't do it good, I'm going to deduct from your salary. If you break any of the furniture or any of the decorations, I'm not going to deduct it from your salary. It's not actually a sick upstairs. Huh? That you would deliberately want to break any of the um, you know, items that you have bought with a, 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 a good price. No. We need to treat them as human beings. Not necessarily domineering. Not necessarily in a way of actually being harsh. But then, you see, for her servants, we see here that uh, Peter said, if even you have harsh masters, guess what? Be free in your heart. We'll come to something like that. Then we see that um, as we view our workers with respect and treat them as real people, making sure that we recognize the image of God in their lives, they will be creative. They will be resourceful. And I tell you what, they will give us ideas that are beyond us. You know, the, 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 the servant of, uh, the, 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 the maid servant of, um, I mean, in the house of Naaman, huh? if that woman had been wicked to that, to that girl, huh? the girl would still know the secret of the healing of her master, but she would never re reveal it. How, you, how will you reveal something to someone who is wicked to you? And you want for his life to, to be good. Ah, when he's sick, he's wicked. Then when he will be well, ah, what will he do? Let me use the word wicked. Ah. You know, the thing about it is that we lose out when we are wicked to our servants. We miss out. I read somewhere that in the beginning, even in the Roman um, uh, Empire, slaves were categorized as upper slaves, uh, I mean, upper, upper servants and lower servants. The upper servants, you know, are invited sometimes to come and join them on the table to eat. And um, here you see that you derive some loyalty in them when they're treated well. Now, if you treat them well and they are disloyal to you, guess what? God Almighty will punish them. Every employee that is truthful to his or her master, huh, God notices and God will reward. Even when you are cheated, the Lord God Almighty will compensate you. And so also it is for masters. If masters treat their servants or employees well, guess what? God will smile upon them. The productivity that actually will be yielded in that employment will be greater. 
They pray that we don't just order our servants around. Uh, you, you don't have any work. Huh? Okay, I'll give you work. I'll make you pay for your salary. What is that? I still remember very well when um, uh, we were students in the uh, U.S. We got um, a job, my wife and I, at the bowling, bowling alley. You know, the specification of what we, I needed to do, because my wife would actually go there to just help me. You know, I was the one that actually was um, hired. <laughs> you know, the specification of the job given me, I will do and do it well and make sure that everything is actually done to my taste. And I know that if I am satisfied, uh, my employer should be satisfied. But one day, um, the senior, I don't know what to call him, it's not the MD, it's not actually, was around, uh, around 3 a.m., it was still around, and I had finished my job that I should have actually finished, according to their calculation, uh, by around 5, 5.30 a.m. It was a night shift. And I was playing, you know, this snooker, the, um, what do you call this now? I don't know the other name. Huh? Uh-huh. Yes. We were just actually playing. And then he saw me and said, you me? It seems as if the, the work that we have given you is not actually enough. And uh, this is also, I, I, I looked at him, I just smiled. I knew what actually was next. Guess what? As soon as I got home, you know, um, I think it was the next day. I think it was, it was the next day. He, he was actually wanting to query me as to this and that. I said, no. If the job that I've done, which you hired me for, is not good, point it out. And he couldn't. And I saw that, you know, he wasn't pleased that I had time to even play. The following day, when I got back to, 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 uh, to, to the house, I just called him on the phone and I said, I'm no longer coming. Prepare my check for all the work that I've done for that month, period. I resigned. Why? You don't, you don't slave me as if I have no sense. I can delay the job to the point that I will not finish huh? at the time appointed. I can. But no. I will give my best by the grace of God to everything that I was actually asked to do. And that is why, you know, um, when we came in 1992, we, had, we met with a janitor here. Huh? We met with a janitor. And um, as I went around, I saw that all the, um, the blades of the fans in the fellowship hall were so dusty, they were actually, they had accumulated a lot of dust to the point that you can, you can slice it. Ah. I said, why are you here? When actually you have time to be sewing in your room, ah? you're sewing clothes in your room and uh, making extra money when actually your duty is here, not that you are finished. If you are finished, I will have no complaints. But you have not. Please clean these blades. 
and I want them, I want them cleaned today. I saw that he was grumbling. And I said, okay, uh, go outside. I took the bucket and um, the, the, the rag, and um, I was about to climb. Then he came and said, no, 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 sir, no, sir. I said, look, I have done this before. It is not that my hands, you know, cannot be dirty. I am pastor, yes. But by the grace of God, I have hands. If you can't clean it, I will clean it because this is my father's house. And guess what? Not long after that, he resigned. He was complaining of one surgery that he did about 10 years before. And I said, ah, now they are painful. But they are not painful. Sewing till around 2 a.m. Because you have another uh, money to, to get from it. You know something? That is why the scripture actually says to us that we need to know our duties. And I will just, you know, itemize them uh, in summary. The Bible tells us that we need to be faithful workers. Huh? Faithful in whatever we are told to do. Even as the pastor, if I'm not faithful in my job, sincerely speaking, whatever money I receive, I will only be able to spend well that which I have worked for. That's all. Pay me ten times what I'm not due. It is what I've worked for that actually I will be able to spend well. The rest is down the drain. And the Bible says that we should be diligent, diligent in our work. That is, make sure that if you are a sweeper, be the best. If you are a cleaner, be the best. If you are vacuuming, be the best. Whatever you do, whatever job that you are given to do, be the best. Give your best and nothing short of your best. Why? You are doing it unto the Lord. Even in your place of work. Not even within the church environment. I know church environment because that is actually where I'm limited to. Be diligent. Then be patient. Be patient. Listen to instructions. A lot of us, when we're told to do something, guess what? Before the, 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 the um, boss ends the something, we've gone. Ah, we know what he's asking for. Then we do it wrongly. Be patient. Then be cheerful. Be cheerful. Well, I know that um, teachers in uh, your state and Ocean State and um, whatever state that are, they are not paying them may go to work and be grumbling because when you have not been paid for about nine months, huh? you've not been paid for about nine months, and the one that you're doing now, there's no surety that you'll be paid. The tendency to, to, to grumble is there. But the Lord is even saying, even in that, be cheerful. Why? If you're not cheerful, the students will actually pay for it. The students who know nothing about what the government is doing will pay for it. Is it actually easy to be cheerful? No. No. In that condition, it is not. But the law will supply the grace. 
Am I trying to actually say something that uh, uh, is just for biblical something's sake? No. No. Not at all. Then be confident that your master, God Almighty, your, the, the, the master of your master is aware of what you are going through. Very much aware. It is important. Now, for you masters, we have said something about the fact that please don't threaten. Huh? Don't threaten anybody. Rather, out of trust, you know, build the person up. That the person may actually give you his or her best. Then secondly, it is important that you meet the wages that you have agreed to when the person is hired. I know someone who at the end of the month when it is time to pay, it is then that he will be counting all the faults of um, the, the workers. Huh? Guess what? When it was happening every month, counting faults, and then, okay, pay us now. It's ready to, to, to box. Ah, you know what happened? He had a very good, um, I don't want to say something that actually will reveal the, the individual because I know that some people will know. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. The thing about it is actually that he had a beautiful edifice somewhere, equipped. More than any government agency. The people just looked and said, okay, don't pay. And then they started stealing his things one by one. They started stealing them. I'm going to sell to make up for their salaries. And everything was run down. Hmm. It is important that we pay for a worker is worth uh, his wages. I love the parable uh, of Jesus Christ told in Matthew chapter 20. Wow! What a wonderful, wonderful um, lesson we can learn from it. The Lord Jesus Christ said the owner of the farm went out to seek for laborers at the opening day, around 6 o'clock. Hmm? And then he got some workers and said, let's bargain. How much should I pay? will I pay you at the end of your service for the day? And they agreed on one dinaros, dinaros or whatever, dinaros. Huh? And then he went out at 9 o'clock, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Three hours difference, Abby. And he said, Go and work. Whatever is due you, I'll pay. They actually will not be expecting a whole day's work. I mean, a whole day's pay. Abi, huh? it's natural. At 12 o'clock again, he went out. Go and work. I'll pay you what actually huh? is fair enough. Three o'clock, he went out again. And then at, is it five o'clock? 
Five o'clock, he went out. They were close at six. He went out at five o'clock. And so, ah, why are you not working? We haven't found anybody to hire us. Okay, go into my field. Huh? Go and work. I'll pay you whatever is fair. And after they, 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 they stopped working at six o'clock, he started paying them. And he started with the last one, one hour, one dineros. Ah. Then those hired before him, before them, rather, were expecting more. And he was giving them one dineros each. To the point that the 12 o'clock people ah, came and said, ah, definitely we'll get more. And he paid them one dineros as they've agreed. And then they, they wanted to complain. He said, have I done you evil? Have I done you any evil? Did you not agree? I paid you what we agreed. I chose on my own to pay the others what I wanted. Have I actually wronged anybody there? Is this not my money? Huh? But I know that he was telling us about a bigger, you know, prize awaiting those who will actually follow him. Whether it is at um, 11th hour that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, guess what? You become heirs with him in his kingdom. If anybody that started at 6 o'clock had stopped walking, huh, maybe halfway, will he receive one generous? No. No. But one thing that is there is that please, whatever you have asked, you have, you've agreed upon uh, for anyone who has actually served you, pay the person the, the wages. If it is something that you need to inspect and say that yes, you have done, you have not done this particular something or you need to do it, I beg. Uh, say for instance, a plumber. Of course, you need to have agreed and when the job is completed, Huh? You pay him. If he has not completed the job, he has to wait until he has completed. Period. But sometimes huh, we think actually that uh, because we, we, we have stand in the society, because we, we know the judge, we, because we, we, we know the police and so on and so forth, and then we want to cheat them. That is against the law of God. That is against the law of God. And the Lord God Almighty who is your master, will judge you. Children of God, let's actually pay attention to all this that we reverence our, our stewards. Let's see that we actually um, show gratitude. Now, to all the servants here, let me actually come to, to, to say this. There are some things that you must not allow your masters to take away from you. Don't let them rob you of your religion. Don't let anybody. That is why it says that, uh, you know, they are your masters in the flesh. In the flesh. They must not take your soul or your spirit. Don't allow that. Pay regard to truth. 
be sober, be dutiful, and don't waste. Don't waste your master's things. Be loyal to the end. Loyalty is demanded of you. Not someone who is working and planning to steal his master's goods. In fact, in the book of Titus, let's read that one. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2. Uh, verses 9 and 10. Titus 2, 9 and 10. Exhort bond servants to be what? Obedient to their own masters. To be well pleasing to all in, in all things. Not answering. Yeah, no. uh, not what? Is it answering? Huh? Okay. Oh, not, not answering back. Not what? Pivering. You know, stealing little by little. Huh? Huh? You see, uh, 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 you, you've just cooked good soup and so on. And then you, you go there to, to, to steal one meat. No. But showing all good, all good fidelity that they may adorn and, uh, the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. It is important. Don't steal. There was a banker who was, who was stealing one cover from every account every day. One cover from every account every day. You know, when you're, you, something is missing, one, one cover, one cover, one cover. You don't notice it on time, Abby. He made himself a millionaire. But when the thing caught up with him, <laughs> you know what? He carried a lot of shame. God will bless us. I would leave room for questions. 